Hello and welcome. My name is Christina and you're listening to Planner Mess Express, a bi-weekly podcast for the planner obsessed, planner newbie, or those of you who don't even own a planner that are looking for a comfortable spot that embraces life's messes. Join me as we explore the life inside the planner pages. Hey guys, it's been a while since my last episode, but I want to go ahead and record episode six of Planner Mess Express. I want to start off the new year fresh on a new schedule. My goal this year is going to be consistency with my content and everything like that. And I will um, kind of get into that a little bit today. So I am actually recording this episode on New Year's Eve night. I actually work tomorrow in the morning and we are in the times of Rona. So I don't have um, any crazy New Year's plans other than recording this episode and sipping on this pineapple sake here. It's definitely much different than previous years. You know, thinking back on this time last year, I was completely occupied with planning my daughter's quinceanera. And that is um, a 15th birthday party for my daughter. And little did we know that that first quarter of 2020 would be completely life-changing. Now, I cannot say for sure that we're ever going to get to live in a pre-COVID normal, but I will say I am looking forward to finding a new normal for 2021. So the vaccines are starting to get rolled out. I myself have already received uh, my first dose of the vaccine, and I am patiently waiting for the second. And with the rollout of these vaccines, I feel a sense of hope. Um, like maybe we do have a little bit of a new direction or maybe it's the fact that I haven't been at work for a couple of days and whenever I have some time off completely away from work where I'm not, you know, looking at uh, text messages or emails from work where I actually completely shut off from work, I always feel a little bit of relief. It's almost as if when I'm not at work and I'm able to completely disconnect, it's out of sight, out of mind. Because I'm not um, on the unit in the middle of a shift, I can pretend that all is good in the world. And I don't have to focus and be consumed by what's waiting for me when I do clock in and I go back to work. Now, that's not to say that when I'm not at work, I go about my life as if COVID doesn't exist, but it I'm able to focus on what I'm doing in that moment, whether that's spending time with my family or working on um, my business or working on something other than being at work. And hopefully that means that this good feeling that I have in this moment will carry on to tomorrow since I'm pretty sure I'm in charge. So we'll see how this goes. But I do feel like overall 2021 is going to be a year where um, we're all a little bit hopeful of what could come. So in recording this episode and preparing for this episode, I did think to myself that I might be a little late to the game in talking about planner lineups for 2021. 
But then I thought, well, maybe some of you out there haven't had your planner picked out since September like I originally had. And even so, it's never too late, I guess, to talk about our goals and the plans that we have in place to reach those goals. So I kind of want to talk to you a little bit about um, my planner lineup situation for 21. So originally I had three planners picked out. Um, and I thought this was going to be the first year that I abandoned my catch-all system and completely dove into the open waters of a multi-planner planning system. And so I picked out three different planners. I was going to have one that had my personal schedule, kids' schedule, those kind of things. One that was strictly for my business, had um, social media content, episode ideas for this podcast. And then I would have another one that had all of my budget information. So I was going to have this multi-planner system. Well, January started to quickly approach and I decided at the last minute that I was going to ditch all three of these planners and completely dive into the world of disbound planning. Now, don't worry, guys. All of those planners found new loving homes. But in ditching the coil, that meant that I was going to have to purchase a whole new system. Now, the thing with disbound planning is there are some elements of the disbound planning system, it's certain brand, that aesthetically I don't like. And so I wanted um, the planner that I decided to go with to be made exactly how I wanted it. And so what I ended up doing was I purchased the Levinger Punch and I got like the big old massive Levinger Punch that you can punch through plastic with. So I picked that one up. I got a set of discs and I went to Office Depot and I got um, the HP presentation paper. Originally I got I think the 50 pound paper. It was a little too thick for my liking but now I have I think it's the 40 pound or 44 pound paper and it's perfect. So I picked up a couple of these packages of paper, went over, had them cut the eight and a half by 11 to a seven by nine. So it was the size of the planner that I wanted and I created my own printables. And so with those printables, I'm able to make the horizontal layout that I want. It's completely plain. It just has the lines and the days of the week on there and like a little note section. So completely versatile, ready to absorb any of the sticker kits that I make so that I can really showcase how you can use um, my stickers in your own planning system. And it's great. So of the printables that I've made already, I made myself a monthly layout, a horizontal weekly layout, a debt tracker, a password um, log or password page. So you can put all your website and passwords and have everything all in one place. 
Um, and then I also have a daily uh, printable that has a 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. or 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. hourly kind of layout. And I love that because that's actually the print, first printable I ever made um, and I can do time blocking on it. So it's it's really made the way I want it. And that was the one thing that I was missing. So originally in 2014, when I first got into planning, um, I could never find the planner that I liked as far as like the perfect thickness of paper and things like that. You know, you would buy off the shelf and that paper was so thin that my heavy hand, it would bleed straight through. And what was the use of that? And so when I first really get got into planning, I actually made my first few planners. Um, so I actually just went out, got washi tape, highlighters that I already had for school, and the composition notebooks. But instead of with lines, I got the graph book, graph notebooks, and I would double the pages and seal it with washi so that you know I would have less bleed through. And use the highlight highlighter to put my outline for my horizontal layout or however I had it set up. Um, and that's actually how I made my first few planners. Fast forward a little bit while that system worked for me, I had that the planner I was working in plus the following year's planner combined because the because they were composition notebooks, I actually had it set up like a traveler's notebook kind of style. And so they were in a backpack, that backpack backpack got stolen, and so I needed something right away. So I ended up going to um, just one of the retailers and picking something off the shelf. And that was the first time that I got into coil planners. And that worked for me for a long time, but I missed the versatility. I missed being able to add pages and take out pages without it being a pain in the ass. And I used to get these um, coil clips from a company, but I don't purchase from that company anymore, so I don't get the coil clips anymore. And so with disbound, switching to a disbound system, it really does give me that option to be able to add pages as I need to. And since I'm printing things at home, it makes it much more versatile. So I did get a one inch disc. Now I might have to go up maybe a half an inch because right now my planner is pretty full. So the idea is to carry about six months out of at a time of pages. And so I'll have a couple of different sections. The way it's set up right now is uh, my Planner Boss Academy goal notebook or workbook um, is towards the front of the, the planner and that's the first section. And then I have a monthly layout and so there is a front and a back page that isn't used. Um, and so that will have my budget and then I also have my own like dashboard set up that I really like the look of for January. So I think I might keep that and then it goes into the weekly pages. So I'll have a business section, a monthly, then the weekly 
And then I also have debt trackers, a transaction log, and those are for each of my bank accounts just so that I'm really focusing on what's coming in and out of my accounts so that I can kind of rein in some of that um, needless daily spending that I have a tendency to do when I'm stressed out. And so I then have um, a few of the daily pages set up if I need that, if I'm busy, so that I can do the time blocking. And then there's just empty notes pages. So it really is pretty full on those one inch discs. So I may or may not be looking for bigger discs sooner than I expected. So the great thing with these printables is I actually created them in silhouette for myself and I want to be able to offer those for anybody who would like to try them. Maybe you are thinking about transitioning to a different planner system. A lot of people will switch their planners in July. And so right now is a good time to kind of see all the new items that are coming out so that you can make plans to switch in July if that's something that you were thinking about doing. Or maybe you already use a discbound um, planner and you want an, a new printable to try out. So I'm actually going to be offering all of these printables on my website. Um, I have created my own website www.brazenboldprintco.com um, and if you go over to my website once this episode is up there is a blog section and so it says like planner mess express blog I will have kind of a um, written version of this podcast episode there um, for you to kind of skim over if you want to do that and at the bottom of that page will be links to all the pdf files for these printables that i've made myself so this is my way of just kind of showing and sharing what i'm using so that if it helps somebody then by all means download it save the pdf and then you can use it as much as you'd, you'd like. So now that I think that I am set on my planner for 2021, I now have a vessel that will house my plans, my goals, my dreams um, for 2021. So now the tough part begins. At least it's a hard part for me because now I have to sit down and really think about what I want over the next six months, 12 months, 18 months? Like, what are my goals? What do I want to achieve over that time? And how am I going to go about creating steps and a game plan to get there? So I actually downloaded the workbook from Confessions of a Girl Boss. It's called Your Roadmap to Success for 2021. And I will actually have a link um, to that workbook on my website along with all of those printables as well. Um, so the great thing about this workbook, it really does take you step by step in forming your goals for 2021. Now, a lot of this information, if you're not familiar with Chrissy from Confessions of a Girl Boss, a wealth of knowledge and a great resource if you need a little bit of handholding. So again, check out that workbook if you are having trouble or you just need another resource in creating SMART goals 
for 2021. So on the top of my to-do list is to sit down and write my six goals, my six SMART goals for 2021. So I got to thinking and I'm trying to figure out why it's so hard for me to put pen to paper and write down what I want to strive for. Growing up for and even up until recently, it's been very hard for me to verbalize the things that I want or the things that I'm working for. When I was younger, I always had it in my head that if I verbalized something that I wanted before I actually had it, whether it was a physical item or it was a goal or something that I wanted to, say, try out for, if I talked about it before it was mine, that somehow something would come along and fuck it all up. And I would be left disappointed. And so then it got me into this pattern of, well, then fuck it. Why should I try? Number one. And then once I did get comfortable with, yeah, I might suck at this or I might fail. Let's try it anyway. Once I got comfortable with that and I started to, you know, take on things that I could potentially fail at. I still had a hard time with verbalizing the things that I wanted. Talking about what I was working towards or what I had going. So the perfect example of this is when I decided to um, finally go back to school. So this was 10 years from graduating high school. So at this time I'm 26, I'm married, I have two kids. I decide to go back to school. I didn't really tell anyone because in the back of my head, I'm like, well, fuck, if I fail, I don't need them to know that I failed. I can, you know, start school, go to school when I'm doing good, then I can talk about it. Um, And, you know, fast forward a year and a half or so when it was time for me to start applying for nursing school, I put in my application and I told no one. I mean, my husband knew that I was applying to nursing school, but I didn't tell anyone. Because if I got rejected, I didn't want anyone to ask me, oh, well, how's that going? Oh, well, I got rejected, right? I didn't get rejected. I did well in school. Without trying to toot my own horn, the likelihood of me completely failing out was not likely because I did have a drive to get things done. And I had a support system. You know, my husband was a major support system. My kids were great the whole time that I was in school because they understood being as young as they were that, Oh, mommy's in school. Mommy has to do this. And so we all work together as a team. Now I've gotten to the point where I can, and I will sometimes depending on who I'm speaking with verbalize the things that I have going on. And so, you know, when I, first got into NP school, I didn't really talk about it with anyone. Same thing. If I failed out, I didn't want everybody to know. (laughs) When I started my business, I was online and, you know, putting stickers online and doing all of these things. And the people that I worked with every single day had no idea. Some people still don't know that 
you know, I have a podcast and I make planner stickers and that I have this whole world um, when I come home. Because I like to kind of keep things in certain boxes and completely separate. And like I said, now I can kind of verbalize and tell you, you know what? Uh, My goal um, for 21 is to be consistent with my social media and, um, you know, make content consistently. Good quality content. My goal is to increase my sales. My goal is to, you know, get in front of as many people as possible. Those kind of things. I can finally say it without being completely uncomfortable. But being able to verbalize the things that I want to accomplish is only half the battle, right? Anyone that has sat down and tried to create goals for themselves for the new year, whether or not you are using a resource like a website or a workbook to be able to kind of guide you and navigate you through that system, you know that just being able to say, I want to increase my sales is not enough. You need to be able to uh, create specific goals, right? And that's where those SMART goals come um, into play. But before I can actually put pen to paper, I have to be able to get comfortable enough to be able to talk about the things that I want to do, the things that I want to accomplish. And the difficulty of me being able to do that didn't just start yesterday, right? This is a ongoing kind of running theme throughout my life. I get uncomfortable doing well when some others aren't. If I'm doing well financially or just in school academically or my kids are doing well and things are kind of going as I planned right things are good in my four walls I have a little bit of uh, a guilt to know that there are other people that are struggling and I've talked about this before it goes back to that sense of self-preservation, right? You can't help others if you don't help yourself. But knowing and understanding the baggage that you carry and letting that baggage go are two completely different things. And so it takes time. I'll sit down at some point, probably this evening after I've uh, edited this episode and done the artwork for it and uploaded all the things that I have to do and I'll take some time to clear my mind and focus on the task at hand because that's how I'm able to manage everything. If I think about all the things I have to do it can get completely overwhelming. Sometimes I have to separate each thing I'm responsible for. This makes my long to-do list a little more digestible instead of looking at 10 things that I have to get done in a day, if I just focus on one, it makes it a lot more manageable. So if you're like me and you need a little bit of help when you're formulating your 2021 goals and trying to come up with a game plan to get there, feel free to go over to my website and follow the link to the Confessions of a Girl Boss Roadmap to Success workbook.
Whether or not you're a sticker shop or you have your own online business, understanding how to formulate SMART goals and implement them is a tool that anyone can use. This is going to end this week's episode. I just want to say thank you for your support and tuning in to Planner Mess Express. And remember guys, it's okay to be a mess, but don't be messy. This episode of Planner Mess Express was brought to you by Brazen Bold Print Co. If you want a place that will enable your planner sticker addiction, shop Brazen Bold Print Co. We specialize in nursing, student, household, and custom planner stickers. For up-to-date information, you can find us on Instagram at Brazen Bold Print Co. or on our website at www.brazenboldprintco.com.